Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. And this midweek update, we're going to be looking at what has been making the Madrid news across the various medias over the last few days. Uh, no surprises, really, to what the media is feasting on. The subject, of course, is Sergio Ramos, who is now free to negotiate with whoever he pleases. And for some, there is almost absolute incredulity that the club have allowed the year to open with their captain's future still not clear. But in what is an extraordinary time, is that really a great surprise? There have been a few cryptic postings as well on social media. One for the man himself you may well have seen on Instagram, which showed a picture of him adjusting the captain's armband with ACDC's back in black playing in the background. Uh, there is plenty of love as well being shown in France for him at the moment. And it's not just with the links to PSG. Since Pochettino took over L'Equipe, the French Sports Daily had him in the best 11 of 2020, citing not only his defensive abilities, but the fact that he also scored, of course, all the goals that he did, 10 goals in all, more than any other defender in the five major European leagues. He also, of course, takes penalty kicks as well and is an integral part of the national team still. He's now represented the Spanish national team on 178 different occasions, and that is a record. So what is the main sticking point? Well, it isn't money. He's been offered pretty much the same deal that he's on at the moment, which is $12 million per season. Plus, there is a bonus of $2 million additional if he plays 30 games more. It is all about the length of contract. Real Madrid have offered 12 months. Ramos wants a minimum of two years. Now, it's always interesting in these times to get a fan view. So, what do the fans think? Well, there is a slight majority that believes that he will go at the end of this season. But 76% of those that took part in the survey also believe that Real Madrid are right to actually practice caution when offering contracts to players at this moment. A game of chess, then, it seems, is going to be going on between the club and player and his representative for a little while yet. Ramos, incidentally, you may well have seen him pictured today, turning up to work in a rather nice-looking brand-new Porsche 911 Turbo. Longer it goes on, though, this situation, the more difficult it might well be for Madrid, especially if Ramos consigns himself to actually leaving. There are no shortage of clubs willing to take him on beginning, of course, with PSG and, indeed, Manchester City. Now, it's not only Sergio Ramos either who is locked into negotiations. Lucas Vasquez, perhaps the most improved player in the squad this season, he has turned down a contract similar to the one that he is on, as he simply believes, quote, that he is worth more. The player who began his career with Castilla back in 2011, and he's been here all of his career by that short loan that he had a few years back with Espanyol. He will turn 30 this July. His form has led to some to call on Luis Enrique to actually recall him to the Spanish national team. He made nine appearances for Spain between June of 2016 and June of 2018 when he last appeared at the World Cup finals in a 1-0 victory over Iran. Now... There is some fear also beginning to appear in some quarters of the media that Real Madrid may lose out in the chase for next summer's prize signing, Kylian Mbappe, who to Liverpool, 
who will be Madrid's closest challengers for the signings, not only of Mbappe, but of David Alaba as well. Now, the financial muscle acquired by that new kit deal, which gives Liverpool not only a flat fee of around 35 million, but more importantly, a 20% profit on every shirt sale. So, as it was actually put in one particular column, Mbappe could end up actually paying for himself. Interest remains in signing Villarreal's Pau Torres, the Spanish international central defender, who'll be 24 on January the 16th. The player is fast becoming a highly sought-after asset with clubs around Europe showing considerable interest. He's got a 50 million release clause in his contract, which would have to be activated as he is under contract until 2024. Luis Enrique, clearly a fan and a believer in the talent, as he has started him in six of the last eight international fixtures. Right, let's look at the potential exits from Madrid. Well, a group of what is called Zidane's Invisibles. Well, they occupy the minds of some, despite Zidane saying there will be no departures either this January, as injuries could play real havoc with what is quite a slim squad anyway. The names, though, well, they remain. Isco, Hodriozola, Mariano and Luka Jovic. Between them, that quartet have appeared just 19 times this season for Zidane's first team. Uh, their salary removal, of course, would help the accounts, but it could still end up being a decision that comes back to haunt them. If Jovic and Mariano did actually move on and Benzema were to pick up an injury, they simply would not have a recognised forward in the squad, leaving Zidane with the possibility of having to use 18-year-old Oscar Aranda. And for that reason, that reason alone, it is difficult to see Mariano or Jovic leaving the club this January. Now, what of the future of Danny Ceballos? He's been quoted in an interview that he gave in the last 24 hours. My goal at present, he said, is to succeed at Arsenal. I signed a long-term contract with Real Madrid and I still have two and a half seasons left on it. We'll see what happens in the summer, but I still want to succeed in Madrid in the future. And anybody thinking that he would be speaking ill of Zidane, well, they'll be disappointed as well. Zidane, he said, is the best coach that Madrid can have. He was always very honest with me. He also had a word on Sergio Ramos and his future. He said, I talked to him yesterday, and if I had to bet, I would say that he will be in the team next season. Now, Japanese international Kubo's immediate future is said to be on the brink of being concluded. A move from Villarreal, where he's made uh, little indent into Unai Emery's first team to Getafe, is currently under negotiation. And finally, today, ahead of the weekend, the players return to a closed-door training session today. Danny Carvajal is to be investigated over his yellow card in the 83rd minute of that win over Celta Vigo at the weekend. It meant that he'd accrued his fifth yellow card and therefore would be suspended from the game against Osasuna. Now, La Liga are looking into whether or not it was done on purpose. If they view it as being suspicious, then the ban could be extended to two games. Well, that is the end of today's roundup. I'll be back on Friday afternoon, early evening, with a look ahead to the weekend's fixture with Osasuna and a roundup of the daily news. Until then, from me, Tim Cable, thanks for listening and bye bye for now.